Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Medicine and Health with Dr. Paul Anderson. This is a show about opening up the often mysterious world of how doctors think. The goal? To empower the listener to gain access to the best health care possible. Good day and welcome to Medicine Health with Dr. Paul Anderson. That's me, I'm Dr. Paul. And today we have uh, the first one in a couple of months, uh, a live interview with Cameron Steele from CTR Radio Network. He's co-owner there. And today we're going to finish up the first uh, the first half of our discussions around energy. And uh, so we're going to have a, a uh, interview about uh, energy and what it is and all sorts of cool questions, I'm sure. But hello, Cam. How are you doing? Hey, Dr. Paul. Dr. Paul's in the house. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I am okay. I'm... Um, I, I got this weird lighting because I'm starting a conference in Portland tomorrow, and I'm in a I'm in an unusual room. So it looks hey. like I'm maybe going to heaven or something. But uh, you know, I'm using a laptop that has a, an old kind of camera on it, and um, and actually, I have to turn around once in a while to look at the signal to make sure everything's going out the way it's supposed to go out. And in fact, uh, you know. It wasn't for a second. Now it is. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I'm here and uh, everything's good, and I'm glad. And that's my camera quality is not very good. And this is actually, uh, you know, we have a lot of the hosts that have done this whole Facebook Live with us, right? And uh, this is the first time I'm actually doing a live video. So I've not done this before. So you're you're the old hat at this one. Well, well. <laughs> So I'm just going to follow we'll, your cue. We'll both just try and get through it. How about that? Yeah, it's uh, it's Let's just try and get through this. <laughs> I got my daughter uh, on in public. I'm it's oh, yeah. like riding a bike and juggling at the same time or something because you know we're doing the radio program and a Facebook Live all at once. So at it's once. very exciting. <laughs> and being the producer of the show and doing uh, and doing an interview on your own show, watching uh, <laughs> the signal, I've got. Uh, two pre-records going on at the same time. So <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting journey I'm on right now. Uh, what's the other message I sent you? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I know. I know. So, you know, when it rains, it pours, right? Yeah, well, it's all about energy. And, you, know, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess, you know, my perspective is, listen, I wouldn't be throwing anything if I didn't, if I couldn't handle it. So somewhere, somewhere. Somewhere, some way, we'll get through this. And uh, I, yeah. you know, I actually have been looking forward to doing this interview with you. But first of all, I want to just do a shout out to you on your own show. 
congratulations on the two big awards you got for outside the box thinking with your um with your book that was the name of the, Thank the you. book and uh you got these two big awards uh for the listener's sake let's talk about that what are your two big awards you got well the um <clears throat> there's a national writers uh guild and uh you can join it if if you're a writer I, I suppose other people could too but you're supposed to be a writer and um we actually had uh, as we've talked about before the outside the box cancer therapies with uh dr mark stangler and myself yeah. wrote that uh that came out earlier in the year and it's um it's been on a number of different bestseller lists you know nowadays there's not just one there's a bestseller for categories and things and um <clears throat> then there was a uh, second book that I contributed to with uh, Jack Canfield, who's the chicken soup for the soul guy. And um, he, I contributed a chapter about childhood cancer to that. And that one also went on different bestseller list. So what happened then is you, you can turn in your stats to the, the Academy or, uh, and uh then they have these awards uh, that are commemorating, you know, your bestseller status, et cetera. So we actually got one for each book. So that was really, that was very exciting. Well, you know, this is fantastic. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm trying to do two things at once with you here. Uh, this is really exciting because you have been working your butt off for so many years uh, to to get the message out about the naturopathic way and uh, uh, you know an alternative medicine you have been you have been a a beacon of light if i if I may be so bold as to say that uh, for many of your uh, peers if i if I might be able to say that because uh, i 've seen some of the messages that they 've posted and uh, you know you 're a very inspirational uh, uh, very inspirational speaker. So it's not surprising uh, that you would get such an award like this. And and to do it with Jack Canfield, of course, uh, uh, he's a, he's a, you know, he's, an, he's somewhat of an icon uh, in the personal development field. So uh, just big kudos to you for, for getting it done and, and doing what you do. It's, it's, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I can't tell you how grateful there are so many. There are how many? How many grateful people there are out there? And and uh, uh, I have a few of your peers, a couple of your peers on on our station, uh, Doctor Heather W. Dowin, and of course uh, the uh, the ever so present were. <coughs> and both of them, uh, you know, they just speak so highly of you. And I see so many people saying, "Oh, you are, you know, you're such an inspiration." So I just, I really. It's about time you, you got recognized in, in so many different ways. So congratulations on all of that. Well, thanks so much. I, I was not expecting that. As <laughs> well, you never know what you're going to get when you ask me. I could ask you know, if you fold a crunch, but we won't go there right now. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> well, thank you. No, it, it, it was really, it was a lot of fun uh, going yeah. to the awards and it was, it, it was just sort of satisfying to, you know, a lot of work goes in on the front end of books and um, yeah. you never know how they're going to go. But, you yeah. know, another thing with the cancer book that I think, uh, the, and this wasn't really a part of the award, but we now have heard that um, B. 
because it's a message we want to get out around the world, we now have, um, I believe, three different publishers in three different areas of the world that are re, uh, resetting it in their own language. And so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an international resource. And that's really um, probably in countries that are a little more open to the therapies we talk about, actually. Right, so. right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and it seems like the U.S. is the only country. I mean, Canada is even open to <clears> it. <throat> Pathic way in so many ways, and uh, Europe, of course, is is you know I I think I've read in many different uh, uh, blogs that Europe is is really the leader in 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 alternative type medicines. Yeah, Europe and Asia they have a different way of kind of doing it, but there's 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 pockets in Europe that are kind of uh, conservative, but there's much more openness in many countries in Europe and in Asia, you know, it's, it's, it's been their primary medicine for so long in most countries. So right, yeah, right. it's a little, little easier. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would say so. Well, listen, let's get right to uh, today's show uh, topic. It's, it's, you know, we're going to talk about uh, energy and uh, the kind you feel when you have vitality and the kind you don't feel when you're fatigued uh, you know, and, and this is a, this is a big topic. Uh, Paul, because you when you're, I talk about when you're fatigued. When you're fatigued, there's a lot of other emotions that are going on. So the energy behind some of those emotions mm. might not actually exist or be real from the perspective that if you weren't tired, you wouldn't feel those things. Yeah, you know. Uh, and when you're full of vitality and you've you've exercised and you've got lots of life, then you know there is again the other spectrum is that yes, you're going to feel a lot of things. That you right. wouldn't get to feel if you were if you were uh, uh, on the other side of the coin, which is the the fatigue. So let's start off with this: is that um, when you hear somebody say a patient comes in, the walks in the door, and says, "Oh, I've been feeling so energetic. I don't think I need any treatments today." <laughs> <laughs> what, does um, that mean? what do you mean exactly? You've been feeling energetic? Uh, yeah. I mean that, and that's with the kind of patients that we have that we would love if they all came in and said that, uh, you know, so, I mean, there's, there's many reasons, you know, to feel energetic, of course, and we'll probably talk about some later, but primarily, um, and we really dug deep into this in the prior three shows, but in this one, um, just, just as a top down kind of elevator pitch about, about what does energy mean when you feel energetic? Yeah, yeah. Um, you you have two areas that kind of control energy. You mentioned your, you know, your thinking or feeling from the brain, but really what you feel as energy when you feel energized and maybe it, you know, you took a walk or you had a great experience and you feel energized. It actually comes from the creation of energy molecules in all of your cells. And right. if you think about the big, like the mass of cells that, that have these little energy creating parts, um, the heart is a huge one. Mm -hmm. uh, all of your muscles, you know, the skeletal muscle that moves your body around is, is the yeah. biggest mass. Um, actually, your, uh, your digestive organs make a lot and use a lot of energy. Uh, so really, it's a sum total of like all of your organs and the energy they're creating so you stay alive. They put it off and you feel, you know, literally lifted up. Like mm -hmm. you, you actually feel the energy from that. And so... That's where the feeling of energy comes from, as long as there's nothing going on, you know, in your brain to say right. short circuit it or change it. 
Right. Well, which explains why maybe uh, di- diabetics, type two diabetics, often feel fatigued because some, one of the sure. organs is not working properly. But when yeah. thinking, you know, I'm a diabetic type two, and I know when I'm feeling tired, I'm like, oh, I better check my blood sugar yeah. to make sure I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm below the amount. Uh, you know, make sure I'm at around a hundred for my for my for my yeah. levels. Uh, and if I'm above that. Uh, it's like okay, I, I get it. My body's telling me you know, you you got to fix this. So yeah. either I go for a walk or exercise or do something, and that that changes everything. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, yes, I'm feeling my energy back. I'm not feeling so fatigued. Yeah, and you know that brings up uh, actually the example of say a type two diabetic brings up a really good point, and that is that you you can't create energy from nothing. And so right. one of the big energy creators going in is your blood sugar. Right. And in type 2 diabetes, a lot of times it, it can't get in the cell quickly enough. Right. So you're literally then it's it's sort of like you've, you've got gas for your car, but it can't get through the carburetor. It yeah. slows down, right? right? And that's why that you start fuel filter, folks. <laughs> What's that? Change that fuel filter. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, uh, and, and then, you know, depending on the, your level of diabetes, et cetera, when you exercise, it triggers more of the chemistry that pushes the sugar into the cells to be burnt up. Sure. And that's what you want, you know, yeah. it, whether it's a fat or sugar or whatever, you want it to be burned up and, and essentially make energy is what it's doing. Right. Yeah. And so this would explain why some people maybe are feeling more energetic than others or more fatigued than others, because something in their body is obviously uh, draining the energy, which needs to be healed. It's just a matter, I guess, of, of, trying to figure out which organ you know needs help yeah yeah say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And that that uh, that gives doctors a lot of uh, work, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Fatigue is one of the most common reasons people see doctors. So it's uh, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of reasons you get fatigued. Well, you know, that's 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 very true. That's very true. So um, let me ask you a question. So one of the things that. Um, you know, we, we've kind of, you just kind of covered what are the medical causes for, for low energy, but could you name a few others that, of, of why people might feel low energy? That, I mean, you know, we've got people listening and maybe they're wondering, oh, well, I'm feeling low energy right now, but what could be the cause? What are some other yeah. reasons? You know, it, it, it's almost limitless, the number of things, but there's sort of, there's kind of three tears that that you think about and if if you go to your doctor this is kind of the order they're going to go in if you go in and you say you know i'm having uh very low energy this is not normal for me 
it's been six months or a year, two years, and I just keep, I'm on a slide, you know, kind of downward. And I just feel worse every month. I, you know, all this, they're, they're going to, of course, ask you a lot of questions, which is good. And um, so uh, one of the things that you have to think about is there's some real bad reasons to lose energy, of course, as, as there always is. And so one thing, is if your doctor and you talk and and you give certain symptoms and the energy loss is unexplainable, they're probably going to check uh, some basic things first. They're going to make sure you're not a diabetic or you don't have, uh, you know, uh, anemia or something like that or some other, uh, you know, your liver's inflamed or something like that. The other thing is if they feel like there's a reason to, uh, they may actually screen you for certain cancers because cancer can take a lot of energy too. Yeah. So, those are, you know, those are some big ones. But another layer, uh, depending on, you know, what's going on is uh, one of the first questions that they will ask you is, have you changed anything about what you're doing? So are you taking new medicine from another doctor I don't know about? Or are you, uh, you know, did you stop taking your vitamins or whatever? And a lot of times it doesn't go a lot further than that because we have people who may go see a specialist. A specialist puts them on a medication for their heart or for something. And one of the first, you know, side effects is fatigue. And so if it, if you say, well, it's been three months and I've been on this medicine three months, then you have to sort out, you know, do, nice. is there a different medication or could you get off it, et cetera. So in the medical world, you rule out like the bad, bad things first, you know, diabetes or cancer or whatever. Then you look at uh, interfering factors like medication or maybe you're, you know, maybe you've not been sleeping the, as you normally would. That, that's right. a big way to lose energy. Uh, diet changes, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then kind of the next layer is, and this is a lot of what we deal with. People will come in and they say, I've, I've had screening for all these bad diseases. I don't have any of them. Wonderful. I still feel horrible. What, what do you want to do about it? <laughs> um, and what we often see there is in, instead of like, I'll tell people instead of like one big giant problem, like diabetes or something, you, you can have like 10 little problems that all stack up against you and they just suck the energy out of you. Mm. So that's when doctors like myself uh, will work on um, trying to get to the bottom of those things. So we say, great, you don't have a thyroid problem. You don't have diabetes. You don't have cancer that we can find, but you maybe have little troubles in, in uh, areas that uh, directly feed your metabolism and your energy. So you can, you can have a good thyroid, but it's just a little slow and that can compound with another part. That's a little slow. Maybe your reproductive hormones aren't quite what they used to be. That feeds in there. Maybe your diet isn't super great. It is a million things, you know, and that's, and, and so that's really, you know, you, we don't want to, you know, you never want to scare people and say, well, if, you, if you're fatigued, you <laughs> you might have cancer. I mean, that's not the message, but it is, if, if you can't get to the bottom of your fatigue and it's persistently getting worse, you need to see your doctor and just get screened for the biggies and, and they you can know, do that. Yeah. I guess, uh, you know, it's one of those things, if you're just falling asleep in your chair, sitting there and you right. have to make sleep, then yeah, there's something going on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to admit, I admittedly, you know, but it's only from lack of sleep. Sometimes I'll only sleep six hours at night and I'll find myself right. sitting in the studio and all of a sudden I'm like, I could take a nap right about now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I'm, again, I'm not completely falling asleep, but sometimes I do. And, and it's not during live shows, if I might add. Um, 
<laughs> I'll, I'll just yell into my microphone if that happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, if I'm interviewing someone, I'm not going to fall asleep. What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, well, listen, what about, uh, what? Now, just to go on a little bit about what are some causes, what about your lymph nodes? Uh, are those things that uh, uh, can cause fatigue if you've got oversized lymph nodes or if there's something going on with your, with your lymphs? Yeah, you know, that's uh, so it sort of goes back to the, the process, say, your doctor go through, you say, I'm yeah. fatigued. You know, they ask about medications, all that stuff. They can do some basic blood tests. Uh, and then on the physical exam, you know, if they're feeling around, they say, wow, you know, how long's it been like this? And they're big swollen notes. Yeah. Um, you know, you think about like if you're a teenager, a lot of times you might, you might have a throat infection, you might have mono, you know, might have all right. sorts of stuff. Immune problems are a big energy suck. They just, they they take, your immune system is so powerful, it takes a lot of energy to run. Right. So if you haven't noticed it and your doctor says this and they look in your throat and say, you you really don't have a sore throat, it sort of looks like it, um, they're going to check on some immune things. And and that's, that is a huge thing. And, you know, a lot of people think like mono is just for kids and all that stuff. But even if you had mono, but you get run down as an adult, you can get an adult version of it and it will just take your energy away. So yes, that's definitely something to think about. Well, interesting. Well, you know, now now let's talk about this uh, aspect of it because, you know, I don't have a disease, but yet I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling fatigued or maybe I've, and I've gotten eight hours of work. I've gone through the doctor. I've gone through all the steps. I've done my blood work. There's nothing they can see going on for me. And it just seems like I'm, uh, you know, uh, well, maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's a Monday morning, you know, and I'm just so mm-hmm. tired from the weekend that that's a possibility, right? Uh, yeah. Wednesday's midweek. Uh, you've already worked Monday and Tuesday, <laughs> two more days to the weekend. Uh, you know, I think that a lot of people can get tired just from thinking about things so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I, yeah. feel, I feel like, you know, if if we're, you know, somebody, in fact, we're having this conversation, uh, Lucia and I were having a conversation last night. Somebody asked me what I did, what I did on Saturday. I was at the dog park and this has everything to do with feeling tired, of course. And uh, in the moment I said, you know, I don't remember what I did Saturday, but Saturday was that big event. The, the big benefit. <laughs> right. In the moment, I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember what I did on Saturday. And all of a sudden, my mind is going, oh, man, I'm, I must be tired. Yeah. I must be tired because I don't remember what happened on Saturday. But yet, I was there all day Saturday at the yeah. BYU event. Uh, yeah. Do you get things like that? Do you yeah. Talking to you like that? <laughs> that? Well, and that sort of illustrates it's, you know, I was saying there's most of what we feel as energy is from the neck down. It's in our body. Yeah. But yeah. Your brain does control your sensation of energy uh, and, and your bandwidth, really. Right. So just like, you know, if you overload your RAM on your computer, it, it really slows down. Yeah. If you have a real intense whatever, say a big event like that, you know, yeah. where you're working and keeping stuff in your head, yeah. or, you know, it's you've worked all week and then you have a big event on Saturday or Sunday or both it's really common for your brain just to say, you know what, we, we're out of RAM. Uh, we, we're we're going to make you not remember certain things that happened uh, it, just because we, we can't process every little bit of thing that's going on. And so 
that's where the brain comes from. Now, you can get that same effect, of, you know, usually inadvertently. A doctor might put a person on certain medication, say for, you know, for depression or blood pressure or whatever. Sometimes they'll have that same effect because the brain, you know, maybe isn't processing as quickly as it was, which yeah. is why we always ask if you've had new medications or, you know, right. some people might take medications that weren't prescribed that could do that. Right. But, but it's real common that your brain can only hold so much space for everything you're doing. You know, yeah, yeah. and then if you get like sidelined by, uh, you know, you're, you're already at super max as far as the brain. And then, you know, a surprise comes from out of nowhere. Uh, and then your brain starts to go to work on that. There's only so much effort to go around. You right. Know? We're only using a certain <laughs> brain yeah. right now. So, you know, until we evolve into the next phase of uh, our right. existence, I guess, you know, we'll still use that 3% of our brain rather than yeah, 10 we- we uh we need bigger RAM chips. Is it? Yeah, you know, <laughs> well, all except for you, of course. You know, uh, I, I don't know, man. You, I tease you with the big brain, man. But uh, you and your big brain, because you just seem to uh, handle everything with a grain of salt. Uh, you know, I still say you got to write that book. You know, That's, nothing, <laughs> nothing has ever happened. I don't know. What, I forget what I said. I would call it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, it's, uh, well, so I'm, I'm here in Portland preparing for this conference where we do three days in a row and, and right. I'm the, I'm in charge. Um, and you know, by the end, honestly, I feel like I don't, I can't think like, I don't know anything. I can't think of any, it's just because you just use, you know, you're on all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. and, and that's just, your brain only has so much room for stuff. Now, so, you know, as a doctor now, as a, as a doctor, you are uh, Dr. Paul Anderson. Let me ask you something. What do you do for yourself now that you've just stated after three days of organizing this event, you know you're going to feel a certain way. You're going to feel, right. you can't think of anything. So what are you going to prescribe for yourself? Right. Well, you know, uh, that's as, as all an excellent question. Um, and it's something I've been working on for the last five years a lot and and I don't know whether it's five years ago I turned a certain age and got older or or I just I got more aware we do get older well we we do yeah we get older uh so (laughs) but about five years ago I noticed because I because I've been doing you know I I used to see patients four days a week and travel three days a week which I don't do that people that's a bad idea but you know, I, and I would get through these weekends and speak and all this stuff. And it wasn't such a huge thing, but I got physically tired. Yeah. Then I started to realize, well, what would I tell myself if I was my own patient, right? And we're doctors are horrible patients. Um, but I, I realized I couldn't keep that pace up forever. So the first thing is, number one, you have to have a little bit of buffer time where your brain's not on 24-7. Next thing is you have to attend to your sleep. Because as you mentioned, if you're not sleeping, um, you, you know, your brain, you can't refresh the RAM. Basically, there's, there's, a, there's a technical you know, term for all that, but that's what it does. Um, right. The next is your nutrition. Um, mm-hmm. I tell you, when I quit uh, eating uh, grains for the most part, you know, like especially wheat and stuff like that, I noticed my energy jumped like 20% just stopping that because apparently my body just didn't like that. Right. Right. Uh, and, and not eating a bunch of sugar, you know, all those goodies. Yeah. Uh, 
So real basic things to start with. Uh, the next thing, though, is, you know, kind of here and the connection between here and your body, which is next month. We want to talk about that. Um, I started to do different uh, uh, kind of mental, emotional practices like in the morning before I get involved in anything that's in the news or any negativity or whatever, I, I do some centering exercises. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And I try and listen to good stuff, you know, um, get my brainwaves kind of on a higher level. Yeah. And that's actually made a huge difference in yeah. recovery and, you know, all that stuff. And then, you know, stuff beyond... Uh, beyond the you know what i eat how i sleep and all that business uh basic things like i'm i do a lot and i burn up a lot of b vitamins and other nutrients i make sure i do extra of those especially like this weekend where we're you know i'm i'm basically going to be on except for the moments i'm sleeping so <laughs> so that's what i do and it, it and it actually i feel better now than i did five years ago so i think it's working <laughs> well you know i have to agree i've, I've watched you over the past five years grow <laughs> You become quite a young adult, so mm. uh, you know. Very. Yes, I, I'm younger than I was five years ago. <laughs> you were five I feel years ago. Yeah. You, you look it too, and and uh, and your golf game's improved, by the way. Oh my! So <laughs> to, uh, we have to get back to golfing to bring that energy back. You know. Uh, it's yeah. You know. <laughs> well, Agree. I, uh, I myself, uh, you know, you mentioned cutting some foods out and because I'm diabetic type two, I've been kind of staying away from the dairy. The cheese is, is dairy, but I've been eating cheese a little bit here and there, uh, more than I should be really. But, um, uh, I cut out drinking milk uh-huh. and, uh, milk for me was a, was a huge staple in life. I mean, mm-hmm. have cereal in the morning. I have a glass of cold milk with my mac and cheese if I wanted to, uh, you have milk with your cake you know, or a piece of pie, pancakes, <laughs> you have milk with your pancakes. So, you know, I, I've cut milk out and I haven't missed it. So we've been turning to almond milk and a few things like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, actually, uh, chocolate milk, this uh, chocolate pea milk, uh, P-E-A, pea milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not, not the other one. Uh, I, I was going to say, wow, you're, like, where's he going with this? You're, you're really uh, branching out there. So, so, so the, uh, the, the vegetable, the, the legume. Yeah, I'm not stuck in the desert to drink my own pee. You know. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's going there. Yeah, I thought, wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's another show. We'll, we'll yeah, do that. Show for another time. Yeah, let's wait yeah. till it's a desert in here, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, but, they, uh, uh, they make some good 
uh, pea-based proteins, the, the legume, yeah, pea protein stuff. Yeah, yeah that's good. It's really, it's really, it's really good. I, the, uh, Lucia buys the chocolate milk, and I'm like, boy, it tastes like chocolate milk. You don't taste the, you know, you don't taste. I don't know what kind of peas they're using for it, but boy, yeah. you don't taste it. It's really, really good. Um, all right, let's get back to it. Um, so since lower high energy is not all in my mind and, but I can't help think what I think. And, you know, I've got lots of things on my mind. You know, one of the things that happens with Jaden once in a while, he used to get these tremendous headaches and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the stress would cause headaches and that, and then of course his energy would go down. He would feel fatigued and tired and, that's not like anybody, unlike anybody else. I mean, when I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling tired. I'm not as energetic as I am. Uh, the stress really does, does, does a number on me. Uh, you know, I have a few exercises that I do. Sometimes I'll go see a movie and zone out and check out of life for a little while and go see a movie. Uh, you know, I might take the dog out for a walk and get some fresh air, you know, things like that. But the, I find that uh, thinking, thinking, can give us, can make us so tired just thinking about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can make us tired uh, and give us headaches, and and headaches yeah. come from that, you know. Yeah, and you know something that uh, we were talking about earlier, like in in your physical body, it's mm-hmm. the energy producing part of your cells that makes you feel energy. Mm-hmm. Your brain is one of the biggest users of energy, and so if you're you know, you've got things that are like on your mind, you're constantly, you know, even in the background, the tape keeps playing, you're burning a ton of energy. Uh, The other thing is, if you have a really big, intense day, and you don't get any brain breaks, and you've been, you know, like, like right now, you're, you're trying to produce the show and be on the show and Run it on Facebook or wherever I, we're doing I, this. Yeah, there's a few things going on. So when you see me looking <laughs> around, I'm doing a lot. It's a, uh, so that that is actually you, you'll feel much better when you get off this interview <laughs> because that's actually running the system a lot and you yeah. know it it energy here whether you're studying for exams or whatever you're doing it it's it sucks energy because your brain is a big energy user right yeah. okay but let's let's talk for about that for a sec because because I'm not getting tired doing this I mean it's kind of exciting to do the interview focus right. on being present with you. And hearing what you're saying, even though I'm not looking at you, and you know, I have I have that gift. I can I can listen to someone and not look at them, and I can hear what they're saying. Uh, yeah. You know, not always, but most of the time that's yeah. true. Uh, and I have the gift of being able to completely zone out and not hear a darn thing of anybody. I mean, you can ask <laughs> my family that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, dad, 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 and then Lucia will be like, Cam, what? He's talking to you. Okay. <laughs> so I have that gift too. Well, that, uh, that's a good gift. Eh? Right? <laughs> but let's talk about the energetics of something here because when you, like you love what you're doing, I love what I'm doing, um, and, but we don't tire of what we do. Yes, we get tired, right. but we're not sure. tired of it. Right. So yeah. how is that different? What's, what's different in our bodies right. that it gives us that ability and that energy uh-huh. and that, that that feeling of that euphoric feeling of oh I just love what I'm doing you know right. because well, it seems like we we yeah. when we get into that place nothing can stop us right well and I think you know that that goes to uh, the connection between the brain chemistry that makes you focus and mm-hmm. and you know like something or not like it 
and you're and then the, the brain chemistry being in a sort of a up uh, swing, you know, up motion, up energy, your body kind of follows suit. And mm-hmm. that's why people when they so you know, they meditate or they pray or they do other practices like that, sometimes they'll feel they'll feel like they've rested, you know, mm-hmm. when they're done, right? Yeah. Well when you're engaged in work that uh, you enjoy, mm-hmm. you're not just processing, processing, you're processing and, and there's happy chemicals being released along with it. And so you actually feel energized by doing good work, the work you love to do. Um, for example, you know, five years ago when I started to, to make a shift and realized I had to take care of, you know, my brain better and my body and all that stuff. Part mm-hmm. of the signal for that was i I like what I'm doing, but mm-hmm. I don't feel energized from it anymore. I must be, it's sort of like overdrawing your checking account. I must be sucking more out than I'm putting back in. Right. And what I, you know, I just looked at my schedule and said, well, yeah, you, you're not recharging ever. So yeah, you know, we all know people who have jobs that just suck the life out of them. <laughs> and it's because they're working, they got to make money, but they hate what they're doing. Well then, not happy chemicals get released when you're doing your work and you do that. Um, so it is really this crosstalk between your brain, not just processing your work, but also, you know, is it uplifting chemistry because I really like the work or is it sort of downer chemistry? Cause I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, just a, a hamster in a wheel or something. Yeah. And that actually is a huge thing. And, and then you have to either, you know, change what you're doing or change the way you perceive what you're doing or decide that you really do like what you're doing. And it's amazing how much different you feel. Well, this is true. I, I know that there are things that, uh, that in my life that I've done and uh, I'm like, Oh, this is, this is, I just don't want to do this. And I feel so drained afterwards and tired and grumpy. And, uh, but when it comes to doing something I love, you know, yeah, I'm feeling energetic afterwards. So there, there's a lot to be said. Uh, about, you know, you hear people that are are really sick and they'll lock themselves in a room and laugh themselves like crazy. The next thing they come out, they're healed because they're not, because the right. chemicals that the laughing <clears throat> yeah. is giving them that euphoric feeling of uh, and, and some kind of upliftment that, that their bodies are reacting to those higher vibration chemicals, if, you, if I can be so bold as to call them high, high vibration chemicals. Yeah. Yeah, that that is a huge, huge thing. In fact, the 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 coming three or four uh, radio episodes we're doing um, are going to try and take a leap from the, I guess, the physical, the more uh, easy to describe energy to that sort of thing, where you can actually change your state, state of mind, and all that, and and how does that affect my health? Huge. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that kind of topic because that, that touches into the spiritual realm of things, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I, I love that because I can see auras. I have that, I have that gift. What can I say? You know. you know, with my lighting today, it's like I have a well, really big aura going on here. Right light on I, top of your I, head right now. I have, you, uh, you know, I, you've got the God light coming into your big brain. I, I have, uh, I have the most unfortunate or fortunate lighting today in this in this hotel room. <laughs> you know, we're kind of polar opposites here. If you look at mine, right. I, I, I'm sitting in the dark. <laughs> you've got lots of light now. If I turn my light on, of course. Well, I've got, I've got. Lots. Now you've got a little bit of that too, yeah. A little bit too bright for me. So. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Anyways, right in the middle of the interview, we're doing this. This, this is what makes these interviews so powerful. Yes. <laughs> we have both light and dark together. You, 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 you said aura, and I, I, I'm looking at my white head. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh, for the out there, you can imagine what it's like when we go golfing together. <laughs> That's a lot yeah, of fun. it's it's anyway. uh, even better than this. Yeah, <laughs> well, it is. Now, uh, moving on, uh, I want to yeah. talk. About, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about what uh, I've got. All my questions here in front of me, by the way. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Just for the listeners' sake, yes. Uh, let's talk about what doctors prescribe as a stimulant to a friend or for fatigue. Uh, is there? Do these stimulants really work for fatigue, or is it is it just a band aid? Like, I mean, mm. you know, I, obviously everything's kind of a band aid, but is this something that that can help them get through the fatigue, the fatigue with the with whatever you're going to prescribe? Does it actually work? Right. Because I mean, um, we're talking about before you answer that, because we're talking about how we can change our state as well, and you know, sure. taking something in our bodies. How is that going yeah. to help? Well, uh, so it that's a that's a really really good question because it's it it's come back in vogue. Medicine goes through cycles, and mm-hmm. it's come back in vogue to actually prescribe stimulants. That was a big thing in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, for for doctors, I don't mean just you know buying them from your friend or something, but uh, yeah. in the sixties and seventies, doctors prescribed <laughs> them all the time, and then you know people started having side effects. So in the eighties yeah. and nineties, early two thousands, they kind of didn't do it, and then they they uh, new new drugs came out, and they, they start prescribing. I say, yeah, they nuked the new drugs. <laughs> yeah, they 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 got well. I think it's it's pharmaceutical marketing, really, is what it is. Yeah. But I'll start it with just. Uh, uh, one of the best stories I ever heard that really actually illustrates that there's a reason for the story. Um, So um, Ginger Baker, the, the rock and roll drummer for cream, uh, you know, he's very famous. He's still alive, which is a miracle. Uh, He and his son are estranged, but for a while they were in a band together and the son tells this story where they had a gig and the son had the flu. And he was so sick, he couldn't go on stage. And he went to his father and he says, what do you, what do you do? You know, because he says, I can't even, you know, my joints ache and I I'm falling asleep, all this stuff. And, and now this is not medical advice. It's just a story. His father pulled out a vial of cocaine and he set it on an amp and he did a line of cocaine and he said it was the most amazing thing. He was healed from all of his maladies, and he went on stage and did the show. Now, that's not what we want people to do, but right. it shows right. that their chemical things can temporarily, like you said, be a Band-Aid and make you feel better. Right. Now, there's a – I'll use the word problem because I see it being misused sometimes in medicine – because the newer stimulant drugs have, so there's, these are not cocaine, but they work similarly. Um, because they are now in vogue to prescribe to fatigue patients, they are often given to people when the doctor says, well, you don't have anemia, you don't have diabetes, you don't have cancer, I don't know why you have fatigue, but here, take a stimulant, you'll feel better. It's actually a Band-Aid. Now, short term, probably not a big deal, but I've had people come in and they've been on them for a while. And what happens is your body has to react to those stimulants. And so in a sense, it becomes very similar to using a stimulant drug. 
um, well, it is a stimulant drug, but it's just prescribed. So instead of, you know, doing, you know, cocaine or methamphetamine or whatever, you're taking something that works in similar circuits. So I think long-term it's, it's a band-aid that then the body has to pay a toll for. Right. And that's usually when we see the patient is when, you know, they're like, geez, can you get me off of this? And can you repair the damage that was done? So I see them, I think, overused. Uh, they're easy answer when the doctor doesn't know what's wrong with you and they know you're not dying of anything. So they, they'll give you a stimulant. I don't, I, I truly chemically don't believe this is a really great long-term solution. And I, sadly, I think people are using it for that. Oh, yeah. Well, that answers that question, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah know, I mean, I mean, know. It's really, uh, you know, I, I like to believe that, you know, we, I mean, I, you know, I, I use pharmaceutical medicine when I need to, if I'm, if I'm at the last resort, you know, sure. I'm, I'm going to use pharmaceutical medicine. My first choice is always going to be something more natural. Uh, when I have a headache, if I have to work, you know, I'm going to take a couple of ibuprofen because I don't have time to sit and relax for a moment to let my headache subside. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. some, we got to yeah. do what we got to do. But, yeah. uh, you know, I think that if you're going to take some kind of stimulant, uh, you know, from my perspective, at least, you know, and we've talked about this on, on the show before, and perhaps we should talk about it another time to the, address the fatigue part and using and using medicinal marijuana, you know. Mm -hmm. Because that in itself is another stimulant that it's either going to relax people or, and right. you know, here's some people saying it gives me energy. Some people say it makes me tired. Some people just go crazy. Uh, you know, so <laughs> we'll have to talk about that on another show, yeah. but, um, that's a whole show right there. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring my, uh, let me, let me bring my little clip with me and you know, we'll, we'll do a doobie <laughs> together, you know? <laughs> we'll demonstrate our interview. We'll, interview we'll, we'll do an interview with both of us smoking a joint. Oh, tonight. yeah, that's that'll, that's, that'll, that'll fly. <laughs> it'll, uh, I'll have to be in an undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that, by the way. Letting uh, people know in advance. And I know that, Dr. Paul, you don't either. So, no. <laughs> no. For the record, by no. the way. So, so, just for the listener's yeah. sake, uh, you can tell that this isn't terribly scripted. <laughs> no, we aren't. We aren't scripted. And, and honestly, that's the only way. For me, I love interviews that aren't scripted. If I have to follow a script, I mean, I'm, I yeah. follow questions and stuff that we've been through, but I, I really want to uh, uh, be unscripted. Now, I, you know, one of the things we haven't plugged on your show is how do people find you? <clears throat> well, the clinic, Advanced Medical Therapies, is yeah. uh, easy to find. It's just advancedmedicaltherapies.com. Mm -hmm. And if you go under our other address, it's uh, our two things we do, cancerandchronicdisease.com. So those are two URLs that lead you there. Yeah. Uh, for patients or families or people interested, uh, on our website we have some um, – a lot of information. We have some videos of talks I've done on different things, and there's a lot of information there. Um, on uh, on the side for professionals, uh, we we have a professional website for doctors, nurses, healthcare providers, um, and that's just a uh, consult doctoranderson.com. So my name, so consult doctor with dranderson.com. 
or if you're lazy and you don't want to type too much, I had uh, <laughs> console ERA, console doctor A.com. Uh, that's the one I use because I don't like to type my whole name out. Um, so the, those are the two best ways to get a hold of us. And, uh, awesome, you know, man. I did, I had one, um, let's see if I can, uh, you know, you're, you're inspiring me to walk and chew gum at the same time here. Um, <laughs> I had one. <laughs> I had one question because uh, I brought it up on the show last week, uh, and it, we were talking specifically about when you get immune challenge. Like you were saying, well, your lymph nodes are swollen, and maybe you got an infection or something. Yeah, yeah. Tired. Uh, people know that I travel a lot, uh, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> And uh, that's the best way to get exposed to bugs from all over the universe. And so they asked me what I take. And um, really for uh, uh, medicinal mushrooms are very, very good for immune support. One of the problems is if, uh, so I try and eat mushrooms in, you know, a lot of my meals and all that. And that's changed from when I was a child and hated mushrooms. But when I'm traveling, uh, I, I can't take big bags of mushrooms with me. Uh, TSA won't let you do that. Uh, so what I do is there's a really super concentrated one called Empower. It's IMM Power, uh, and it comes from the Harmony Company. And I am I'm a tough like my body did not respond to natural products unless they're really really potent. And this is the first one that I've used that's that's actually protected me from all kinds of nasty stuff. Uh, and uh, the Harmony Company, if, if you mention our radio program, it's Dr. Anderson, they'll give you 25% off your first order. So you can find them at theharmonycompany.com. Uh, it's easy on the web, theharmonycompany.com. And look at Empower, IMM Power. And that's, that's the one we use with a lot of our very ill patients. And it's what I use to keep from getting sick. So... I wanted to give them a shout out today. That sounds that sounds good. Now uh, we've got just uh, about five minutes left in the show, and uh, you brought up your clinic, so let's talk about the clinic. Uh, what do you do at your clinic when someone does have chronic fatigue, or when someone has, uh, yeah. you know, that kind of experience? What, what's your what's your procedures there? So, um, if nobody's done it already. We screen for those big ones uh, that we talked about, like uh, big blood sugar problems and liver problems, stuff like that. If that's already been done, then the next thing that we do is uh, looking at that idea that instead of having like one giant problem, you can have 10 little problems. And so sometimes someone comes in and we, and we see that and their, their screening labs are normal. There's other labs that you can do that will find subtle thyroid disorders and blood sugar disorders, other stuff like that. The other thing is chronic infections, and we look for those. And then basically we work on what we find. So we do a lot of detective work, and then um, we, if someone's really bad off, they might do intravenous nutrient therapy, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, very potent. Uh, we use a lot of oxygen, oxidative therapies, like hyperbaric oxygen and some other ones that we use. Um, some people are just really toxic. Maybe they've worked in a toxic environment. We do a lot of detoxification type therapies. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times, um, maybe the person's not that bad, but they just need, you know, they, they need sort of a two part thing. One is you got to sleep better. You've got to maybe not work as much, whatever we work on that end. The other end then is let's give you some food for your cells. So some nutrients that are specific and maybe some herbs, uh, to bring back the energy making system. So that's, uh, 
that's a simplification, but that's basically yeah. what we do is a lot of detective work and we, we try to treat what we find. So if you, if you have a level one problem, we don't give you a level 10 treatment. <laughs> if, if you really run yourself, you know, your battery is broken. Uh, we you might need level 10 treatment. Uh, but we do a lot of that. Now, uh, now there's a couple of things you have, uh, IV, IV therapy. Does, does IV therapy work for fatigue? Yeah. A lot of times we'll use it in the beginning of treatment with people just because it, it, it goes around your digestive tract because it goes in the vein and it takes the nutrients that are there to create energy okay. and gets them to your cells faster and way more than you could ever eat. Now, um, could one IV treatment therapy work or do you need multiple ones to kind of get the get <clears throat> going? You know, it, it depends on how bad you were when you started. Okay. We've had people where they, they had good energy and then maybe they were sick for a week or two and just got run down. Yeah. And we've had those people, you know, one IV or maybe two, and it just sort of kickstarts you back on, you know, on track. Right. If you've been fatigued for a year or two or three, you know, one IV, you might feel a little bump, but it's not, it, yeah, it's not you know, a year, a year is literally like running your battery down to zero. Right. And so it, it takes more to get in. Well, yeah. you know, the beauty of the IV treatment, somebody could say, well, I can just take vitamins. Well, that, you could take vitamins, but the IV treatment goes right there right away. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no, yeah. way for the, uh, build to dissolve. It's, yeah, it's, no, no waiting, no. Uh, and, and we, do, so what we always tell people is, look, if, if vitamins and minerals are going to be helpful for you in an IV, you, you're going to need to take them morally too, because you, you can't yeah. just, it's not magic, you know. No, that's right. <laughs> well, that's right. That, and that's course, next month's shows. Is now, magic. You've got, uh, you've got the largest hyperbaric chamber in Seattle now, right? Uh, as as far as a non-hospital based uh, system, right. we're we're one of the we're one of the top few that that have that uh, have that capacity. Yeah. And does a hyperbaric chamber help with fatigue? Yeah, it really can. I mean, what we try to do is we try to get the nutrients in the person, and then when you're thinking of this transaction, like we're talking about blood sugar has to go in the cell to be burned. Yeah. Well, oxygen has to go with it. So hyperbaric actually kind of force feeds the cells, the oxygen, and that runs this uh, machinery to make energy. And it, it, it runs using the vitamins and minerals. So they go really well together. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, listen, we're down to a minute, Paul. So I'm going to let you uh, close up your own show. And uh, first okay. of all, I want to, want to thank you for having me on and, and doing an interview with you. We do this, you know, at the end of each month, one show at the end of each month, we, we spend time chatting with each other and, and talking. And as always, uh, I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed talking with you and having a laugh or two here. And, uh, you know, it's just, you're, you're a great person. And, and again, you know, such congratulations to your two awards. Uh, you know, many more to come. You've, you've got, uh, uh, you've got a you've got a great uh, a great outlook on on how on how you see people and and your demonstration of compassion for people is is uh, second to none as far as I'm concerned. So thank you very much for having me with you today. Well, thanks so much uh, for coming on, and we'll do this again in four weeks, and and that'll be a fun one. And so this is Dr. Paul Anderson for Medicine and Health with Dr. Paul Anderson on CTR Radio Network. I'll see you all on the radio in a week or the podcast anytime. Thanks. You've been listening to Medicine and Health with your host, Dr. Paul Anderson. Visit the clinic website at www.amsa1.com or call the clinic at 206-629-2186.
goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 